0: Matt, you've been holding this in uh, literally <laughs> and figuratively for like two weeks now. Can you tell me a story about poop?
1: Yes, I've been uh, we don't uh, have a little segment we can call
0: Body Talk poop or
1: something like that. My wife told me a story about her friend and I was like, I definitely need to tell this story of the podcast. So I guess uh, to ease it in there, have you guys What's that? ever had an awkward interview like you interviewed for a job and something happened that was very awkward or something
0: um like it was awkward in my head because like nothing extreme just like oh man I shouldn't have said this or I shouldn't have told this story but nothing
1: like comical okay well this is how the story goes so her friend had an interview they had the interview at a restaurant okay and The night before, she was very nervous because, you know, most people are before the interview. Mm -hmm. So she couldn't sleep. She was just nervous. So her husband was like, hey, maybe you should take some like the Zouquil, kind of like NyQuil, use it to go to sleep or something like that. And she was Mm -hmm. like, no, I don't want to. So the whole night, she's not sleeping or anything like that. She's just nervous, thinking about the process, think what she should say, stuff like that. So in the morning, she's tired because she couldn't sleep. So she drinks two cups of coffee with milk and goes to this interview. She gets through the interview, going fine, and then she gets that uh, that all-too-familiar feeling, the rumblings in the stomach. Bubble guts, if you will. Yes. So she gets that, and then it gets to the point where, you know, all right, I can hold this in, I can get through it. But then it gets to a point where he's like, no, I got to go now. I'm going to pause the story real quick. So you, you're in an interview. S- situation happens, you got to go. What would you say to the interviewer to get out that situation, so you can go use the restroom. I
0: just tell the truth. Like I wouldn't say I, I got to take a poop, but I'd be like, "Can you excuse me? I need to use the restroom real quick."
2: I'll do the same thing. I mean, at the end of the day, like no sense of lying about having to use the bathroom. That's a natural human thing. She
1: said, "I'm sorry, I gotta go poop." <laughs> she got <laughs> up and left. <laughs> so, does she have Asperger's? No, no. She was just uh, no. She was just like. I got to go. And she didn't say it nicely. She was like, I got to go poop. Mm -hmm. So she went to the restroom. The restroom was dirty. Uh, Okay. So she decided she walked outside and she looked down the street and she saw a different fast food chain.
0: I feel like we've gone too far now. And not not, not you, I mean her. Like Uh, the the moment you left this building,
1: you lost this job. So she runs down the street to this restaurant to use the restroom. So she used the restroom. She gets to go. She's like, cool. I feel so much better. Ah, oh, damn. The interview. <laughs> so she runs <rushed> back <laughs> to the, to the place. It was like, oh, the dude is gone. So she asked the people who work there, hey, do you see the guy? Blah, 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 blah. And they are like, oh no, maybe, uh, maybe see if his car's still there. So she runs outside to the car. Ain't nobody there. Oh, no. So she called her husband. It was like, cause basically he talked to somebody else to get her this interview. So he called, um, she called her husband told him, Hey, blah, blah, blah. This will happen. He calls the guy and he was like, Hey, my wife says she went to the bathroom. And when she came back, uh, you were gone. And she was like, she was gone for 55 minutes. What? <laughs> so yeah. So he was, so he was like, ah, oh, okay. Wait, so was she on her out,
0: phone? She had she playing a candy Crush. What's happening something here? Said,
1: I, I, I don't know how long the street... I mean, she said that she seen the other restaurant. How far did she see this other restaurant? Was she ran to and everything? So all that to say is she did not get the job.
0: I'm very surprised. All right, Matt, you ready to do this, man?
1: I'm ready to rock and roll, baby.
0: Today, we discuss how far Michael B. Jordan will go to avenge his family and without remorse. I'm Chad and i'm matt and this is episode six of our podcast we used to talk about this at work all right so we are six episodes in matt and we are shaking up the whole dynamic and the whole premise of this show huh yes we are why are we doing that matt what is so different about this episode versus the last five? Because this is
1: the first time that we used to talk about work. You wasn't involved. Right. It's just me and somebody else I used to work with.
0: Yeah. Now, this is just your slow progression of shutting me out this
1: show, huh? Yeah, man. Once I seen those numbers and I realized hmm, I really don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said,
0: let us introduce our first guest that we both did not work with, Laurent. Hey, welcome to the show morning morning <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it sorry he's got a little bit of stage fright you know this is his oh, first podcast know you know don't you know don't don't make fun oh, of him don't be cruel. yeah i thought i'd just
2: say good morning and, and then, then t- <laughs> uh,
1: don't, yeah don't be shy we, we all friends here
0: well i'm not his friend but you know we'll see well, how the friends
1: here we'll see how the hour goes <laughs> you know so how you
0: been Uh, good you know
1: Overall, well, I'm that's here. That's good. So I guess let's start this off how we start all the guests. So tell the people how we know each other. You know our time back in the, the military around
2: 2005, 2006-ish. Met you for three years out in Sasebo, Japan. Watched
1: you grow as a man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? I don't remember growing as a man during those times. <laughs> we, we was wild boys back then, so I don't remember growing it.
2: I feel like that was the most PG thing to say. You grown as a man. <laughs>
1: do, you, do you remember the first time we met?
2: No, all I do is know that we worked together for three years to start. But when I first met you, I can't tell you because when I first came to the ship, you were gone. You were out there running the street somewhere.
1: You know, d- doing my part of uh, to keep up with the military's traditions. So you mean well, um,
0: helping, fighting the war on terror? Yeah, you call it that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, well, I do have, I, I do play a significant part in Laurent's life. Oh, uh, oh, yes, do you want to tell this story? Oh, I? now, I
2: think I remember. So right. I came to the ship, you know, lost, don't know my way around. First day, full day, get off of work, trying to figure out what to do. Go around bays, no looking things to get into. Happened to go to the little corner store, happened to see Matt coming out. He had a bunch of... Beverages and, and snacks with him. And then he's and I was like, hey man, show me around what I do. And then uh he pretty much told me, Hey, you should talk to this girl. And then he, I'm out. I got things to do. I got moves <laughs> my- to make, man. I, I
1: I'm not here to play around. <laughs> yeah.
2: So then I proceed to hang out with this girl, blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I end up marrying this girl. Oh, wow. So he set you on a path, huh? Yeah, he set me on a path, all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't know why you're saying it like that, man. I I mean uh, I, I get the impression that you're happily married now, got 15 kids living on a farm, you know? Uh that's
2: the lifestyle can't that conf- you living right now. I can't what? confirm or deny the amount of
0: kids, but I can say I'm not happily married. So, like, why are you beating around the bush? Just say you're divorced. You're, n- happily you're divorced. You're letting it linger too long.
2: I've been having a bachelor party for the last nine years.
0: <laughs> hey, man,
1: I, I can't I couldn't predict that. I it was happy at the happy ish at the beginning. Ish. I don't know what else after that. I, I can't live the relationship. I'm just here to set you up and it's up to do what you do with the ball after that.
0: Mm. So you
2: you fumbled the ball. Yes, I fumbled and I did not recover.
0: You know, um, I don't know the circumstances, but but I'm on I'm on her side just in case she's listening to this, you know. Just um, like society, it was. looking society.
1: back on it, it was a. Uh, I, I can see where I, I was wrong. Not introducing him to that girl is not only was he new. Not only was he was new to the ship. We were in the same division, so I should have, you know, taking him under my wing, type of thing, and showed him the how the base is different stuff. Showed him how we lived out in town because. My memory is not good. You know this. So (laughs) I cannot confirm nor deny this happened. But he tells a story where I used to keep my, where I lived at a secret from him. Yes. Right?
0: (laughs) Like in town or where you lived at on the ship?
1: No, out in town.
0: Okay. Yes,
2: This man would go out of his way to be whispering around about the secret place, or whatever the, the term of the day that he used. It was to the point where you know, in Japan, there's a lot of taxis or training services. People don't really always drive. So whenever I, I would get, I would want to visit him. He would say, give the phone to the taxi driver. He would tell the taxi driver, <laughs> not tell me I show up. I don't know how to get back or where I'm at. Hey, but by the time it was time to go home, he'd kick me out.
0: Hey, isn't it part of your training to like be aware of your surroundings? I'm in Japan, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't remember this happened at all because during that time we was oh maybe you are
2: right because yes, secretive.
1: right because now i'm thinking about it because the reason is we weren't supposed to have that place at all
2: <laughs> and and they and they pretty much must have thought i was some type of uh Yeah, you. that's right, right because you was day brand
1: day. new we didn't know if you was a snitch or a mark or anything like that so <laughs> we didn't know if you that's right because we wasn't supposed to have that place at all because you have to have Certain rank, certain blah blah blah, in order to live out in town at that time. And we got our place through um, unsavory people who did the same stuff. So we was trying to keep it under wrap. That's the reason why we didn't tell him. I'm
0: glad that you feel comfortable enough to share this to the internet, Matt.
1: Hey, man, we uh we passed that uh statute of limitation limitation.
0: probably changed my whole trajectory how so well
2: i'm just thinking like you know how little things like meeting someone and getting married probably wouldn't have happened how would
0: things be different oh you can't you can't live in that alternate reality space man that's not a healthy place i know but
1: in in this specific situation no he would not have gotten married to her if we would have taken him to our place and everything like that he was not married to her
0: I get you. I get you. But, like, you are the person that you are now because of all those experiences, bad or good. True. Right. So it's not really a good idea to poke around with
1: that. Right, because he was living that good uh, relationship lifestyle while we was... We had a specific name for our apartment during those time frames. We used to call it Club 301. The apartment number was 301, and it was basically a club, bachelor pad uh frat house all those stuff you see Alley all way. wrapped up in one
0: so It was like yeah. a condo yes
1: no it was a small japanese apartment two-bedroom apartment that we converted to three bedrooms and had like we seven used them, a tommy mat room as another bedroom but it was small but it had me fighting for, for bubbles us. i was gonna bring that up later but if you want to talk about <laughs> it now so it was a place to be we should always have people over partying and everything else like that then one day if if I can paint the picture in the living room, you had the couch and you had this little side area where there was a, like a chair futon type of thing where you could lay down. And we called that the bubble.
2: Yeah. So the bubble was something you got based off of uh 10 year, you could say, or, or just being close to the, the owners of the apartment. So it would change, you know, week to week, you know, based on who was able to come because they'd had to work over the weekend. Right. When we were, Uh out hanging hanging out, we would realize, hey, I want to stay in the bubble. I don't want to go to the ship or or somewhere else before the end of the night. So we would got into a brief altercation over this one bubble. And looking back on it, it seemed so trivial and small. Like, why are we so upset? Like, but having that bubble seemed like everything at the time with me and the young gentleman. And that's the story of the bubble.
1: (laughs) 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 But little do we know, like. The altercation with that gentleman—we're all still cool. We still laugh about that to this day. Yes. Yeah, it was a uh, some some uh crazy times we used to live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what are you getting up to now, Laurent?
2: Uh, lately I've been trying to do my DJ thing. So mm-hmm. right now I'm using my MacBook that I bought for the sole purpose of DJing. Okay. Um, so I've been purchasing little packs and. And then also piggybacking that into trying to make music, you know, beats or lo-fi music and getting into that. So since I've invested into this MacBook, I might as well use it, right?
0: Okay. So, so. answer me this with the whole DJ and thing. And I'm, I'm asking this question because I don't know. So I don't want to come off offensive or anything like that. But like, aren't you basically just playing songs? And then like when, you know, when the beat drop, you are just switching the song?
1: Whoa! You gonna have the whole DJ community after you. You just you just crazy right now.
0: (laughs) I'm just trying to ask a question so that I can, you know, be educated. Uh, But you put it at as simplest terms. But you know,
2: to do anything well, it, it takes more foresight into it, more advanced. But first, that's the first step that you have to learn. Play the song, read the room, change the song, blend it good. That's where you start. That's the basics. Okay. So as far as me getting to that, I have been purchased the books. I've been doing my research. Every time I, I get, get good with it, I uh, find some other hobby to get into or I get sidetracked. But I think <laughs> this year I'm probably going to get back
0: into it a little bit more heavy. So did you get any book, any gigs or anything previously? I've
2: had, I haven't had gigs recently, but when I first started around 2015, 2016-ish, when I was in Yakuza, Japan... <laughs> I used to do a couple little bars or whatever for minimal money, just pretty much playing music, changing music, a little name drop here and there, but nothing special. But, okay. you know, that's all anybody wanted there.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't,
2: need, I don't got a big light show or the video monitors, just playing music.
0: Okay, I see. You're not passing around ecstasy during your performances. Most definitely not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Once you get a big, uh, you need a gimmick like uh the DJ with the uh rabbit one <laughs> or the mask or was it DJ Marshmallow or something? You need a gimmick. Oh with your, with your yeah, head. yeah. Mm. You could you
0: could be um I'm sorry to put your business out there, but you could be the black um who who are those guys that just broke up the French dudes? Daft Punk. Yes. They broke oh, up. Okay. They broke up like two three months ago i think learning new news breaking news all right i don't know like they they've been doing this for like 20 plus years right like <laughs> if you already can't stay your partner just stay just stick with it all right you, you've been in right. this game too long
1: that's what i tell my wife all the time i'm like look we've been at this too long ain't no need to break up now we got too much invested
0: that's how i feel about you and me matt ever since we started this podcast
1: hey man there's always a method to my madness
0: that's what you've been telling me this whole time and look at us, look where that's gotten
1: us hey that's got us in on some charts i mean on, we in the, the we, we in the we in the top
0: 1000 of the japanese <laughs> um um itunes so you know right so
1: we we we, we, we building our brand we, we getting there <laughs> all
0: right so you said that you bought a uh macbook i i take it that um you, you're making some good financial moves.
2: Yes. Uh, not recently, though. I've been listening to Facebook and decided to, oh, I'm going to be a heavily investor in cryptocurrency.
0: Okay, okay.
2: The U.S. government likes
0: that. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so I've sold all my stocks and totally went into crypto. Sometimes a win, sometimes recently lose. Wait, wait, you sold all? Why'd you sell all your
0: stocks? You couldn't do
2: both? I could do both, but I was wanting to take my my... want to say reward myself and change and transition because i thought crypto was a new wave but apparently yeah it's it's not all the way there
0: did you invest in something specific in crypto or i I specifically
2: invested in dogecoin i decided to you were supposed to
0: get out before elon musk appeared on snl didn't you know that yeah
2: i didn't get the memo
1: (laughs) and you should have been like because i invest in Doge too but I did it back in February Mm -hmm. when it was uh, low point
0: point zero 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 three. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: that's when I first got into it. And then when it got up to 40, 50 cents, then it started going down. And I'm like, man, it's only put $20 in it. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, man, it's going down. And I'm like, I don't want to think I don't want to keep doing losses. So I cashed out and I made $100. But then like two days later, it goes back up. And it was like the highest it was. It was like at 70 cents. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I missed out. But then it went down after the Elon Musk Saturday Night Live stuff. So then I went in and bought some more. So now <laughs> we about to just ride this wave and see what happens. So I bought $9 worth in January. And
0: before Elon Musk, you know, mucked everything up, I was up like $115. Mm-hmm. Um, as it stands right now, I'm up eighty-eight dollars. So I'm riding the wave. Whether whether 54. this whether Doge crashes up and burns, or I'm gonna have enough to buy a Tesla, don't matter. I'm 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 just sitting with it and I'm riding it to the moon, baby. To Diamond moon. Hands. That,
1: That's where I'm at now. But with you know now since that's become popular, you know you have all the other meme uh coins. They got like a Sheba one. Uh, they have like all these other ones, and I'm like, it's okay for me to jump on this one, but I'm not going to jump on every single one that's out there.
0: I, I got on Doge around the GameStop, AMC, uh, BlackBerry, whole Wave, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I'm not going to tell you how much money I lost on GameStop, but um, yeah. Wait, you uh, said Lost? Yeah, I said won. Lost. I was trying to be part of the revolution, but um, <laughs> the man got me. Thought I was out here like,
1: bang, but you know. Yeah, that was a surprise to everyone. And then, you know, once you hear stuff, By the time you hear it, it's already too late for you to be jumping in. You should have already jumped in way before. Right. A lot of this cryptocurrency, I think a lot of it happened between, well, because of the pandemic. Because I was listening to one podcast about investing and the guy was saying, if you have two hours a day to research and do, you can invest. And I always remember that. I guess with people being at home, then the stimulus checks came out.
2: All of my investment money is mostly just the money that Uncle Joe gave me. So it's gotta do it sometime.
0: I still don't understand why you sold your stocks, man. Those are the pillar, the foundation. It's
1: (laughs) (laughs) ain't got no explanation. I can't say nothing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Hey, that made me who I am today. I like that call back there. So I, um, as I understand it, you're getting in shape.
2: Trying to. Went online to the Japanese store. Got me a weight set. Wait, that, there's, a,
0: there's a website called the Japanese store?
2: Okay, Amazon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I got me a weight set. I got kettlebells. Got my little bike. I'll be on there trying to get in Say shape. Yeah. I said have you got a, a bike. A, yeah, Say I yeah. got an exercise. Oh, you got a Peloton? There's an there's exercise bike. In my home gym, you got that come from? from. That came from Matthew because I knew I noticed it was collecting dust. Mm. (laughs) So I was like, "You should put this to better use. Like I'll actually use it." So now it's here.
1: Mm, That's not the story. Just don't get on the podcast and start telling (laughs) them fibs. (laughs) The thing was. Well, partial true. Yes, it was collecting dust, but he allowed me to use his gym sometimes when I'll go up there. That's when I would do it. And then I'm like, well, I'm not going to use his bike at here just by itself and then go up to his gym and use it. So that's when I brought it up there. So once I brought it up there, I've never used it when I went to his gym. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you weren't
0: using it in your house, why would you use it at his house? Right. Uh, So what kind of you got uh, you don't free weights like what, what kind of weight situation you got? Uh barbells, dumbbells,
1: kettlebells. And it's well, funny because the other day he said, he, he just sent me a message saying, why you didn't let me know I got fat? And what? I was like, the same reason why nobody else let me know I got fat. <laughs> That's
0: real rude. You can't just, well, I, no. I was going to say you can't just tell somebody they're fat now. But no, I've been told, hey, Chad, you, you're fat now. I posted a picture on Facebook. I think it was like when we announced that my wife was pregnant. And me and her went in the picture. And then people over here texting me or even putting it in the comments. Dang, Chad, you put on some of that COVID weight. And I'm like, <laughs> why do you need to tell me that? I know, I'm,
1: I know I'm fat. Why are you telling me this? Stop. Sometimes you don't know. Or maybe sometimes you need that little small bully fat shaming to let you know. Because wow. you'll be living in denial.
0: If If my shirt feels uncomfortable, then I know that I've been gaining weight.
1: Uh, you're not the one that make excuses but like man this shirt must have shrunk in the dry I no no nah, right. I, I i know what i'm doing over here i know what i'm putting <laughs> in my body oh uh, you know you would you not do you it you're not working out <laughs> exactly <laughs> i know
0: i'm just sitting around eating cake and ice cream and you know not moving around
1: i know this about myself you don't have to tell me about me right because that's the same thing i said because one day i put a shirt on it was tied around an arm so i'm like yeah, this uh, the gym has been working <laughs> out. Was
2: slow.
1: Right, and then I try to button it up and I'm like, hold on, what's going on here? And then I took a picture of myself and I was like, whoa, yes. I am fat now. So that's when I was like, all right, I need to start doing more, eating less and stuff like that. But my brother, he's the type where he'll be like, I ain't gonna say let himself go, but he doesn't, he won't work out or anything. And then he has a mentality like at the drop of a dive He would turn into not doing nothing for months to I'm going to the gym every single day. I'm changing my diet and doing everything else like that. And he'll drop like mad weight and stuff like that.
0: Respect it. But that's just like the discipline for that is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I know I don't have it. I'm a slow person where, all right, let me try taking um, carbs out or I'm not going to eat vegetables or let me let me work out twice a week this week. See how that goes. I'm not jumping in here first. So my weight's
0: been rubber banding, not, well, yo-yoing, I, I should say. It's, it's not been going down low enough, but um, I'll get into bouts of intermittent fasting. and Elaborate, um, what do you mean? So, like, I will just eat, like, two meals in a day, and, like, there's just a huge gap in between each meal. Well, okay. Something that I've been doing since we've been doing this podcast, super unhealthy, as my wife continuously tells me, on Saturday, we eat one meal. And when I say we, I mean me. How is that working out? Well, I'm, I'm really hungry right now, if you if you must ask. But um, I don't know. I guess it's kind of working. Like, I ate lunch today. I had um, some leftover barbecue. Yeah, like, I know it's not really healthy. Uh, my whole thing is, like, I personally don't know when I actually have time to, like, work out. Like, I know, like, you can walk around the neighborhood or whatever. But, like, I used to have, like, a membership to the YMCA, which is, like, right by our house. But, like, now I just don't know when I would actually have the time to go and do something.
2: Yeah, I think I'm in the same book. That's the reason why I started the home gym. And At the same time, I was doing the intermediate fasting. I still do it, but I'm not going to pretend that I'm extremely disciplined with it. Okay. It's more of a, I eat in the middle of the day, and, like, after 3 o'clock, I don't eat. It's, it's, it's tough, as you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> I try to just, if you just, my thing is I try to drink as much water to fill mm-hmm. me up, but then that's another problem and I'm in the bathroom all the time. <laughs> all
0: right, But that's good. You know, just, just getting it all out, but uh, I'm kind of double down on the health stuff. Um, so my wife's job, they have this health challenge where I basically earn points for different things you do. Say you have like a smartwatch or whatever, and you link it up to the program and you do like so much walking within a month, you get, you know so many points and so they have a thing where you can allow spouses in and she was kind of dragging her feet to actually let me do it because she was like you're not actually going to do this because you know uh, we've been married for like eight years so she knows me i I probably wasn't gonna do it but uh there's a cash prize involved if you actually hit the bullet points and so i was like is this for spouses it's 300 dollars. okay
1: you better get your ass to walk in I,
0: I, that's why I, I kept pushing her to actually let me let me do this. But she know me, you know I'd be dragging my feet, but you know money, money is different so you know i change for money but if she asked me absolutely not you know (laughs) i got some easy points so far um it was like hey did you get a covid shot have you gone to your primary care doctor this year did you get a flu shot stuff like that but um i've been looking into it so since i have an apple watch and all the security it's not going to be super easy to link my health stuff to this site but uh, i've been looking into how to do that and i'm going to sign up it's like a 10k in a month so basically you got to have like two 20,000 something steps in a month and i basically already do that just walking you know living my life you know so yeah i'm definitely about to you know get this money i don't think i'm gonna actually get it until like october i think that's the end of their fiscal year or september or something like that
1: and then once you get it invest in cryptocurrency
0: if cryptocurrency is still a thing at the end of the year like who knows (laughs) who knows what's gonna happen Right. right um what is this football thing? When you say football, are you saying that you're playing soccer?
2: No, I'm talking about American football in Japan. But yes, yeah. But I, I try to do anything to, as an incentive to stay in shape. So playing sports, but I'm not going to pretend that I, I'm young enough to be running around doing tackle football. So it's flag football, you know, just a lot more cardio and running. And I got the gloves it used to be for catching, but now it's just for pulling flags. I got to catch here and there. <laughs> well, I remember mean, uh, I used to
1: play flag football back in the day. And, oh yeah. And then I you used to be, a, I us. used to be, I used to be a top dude. I appreciate it. I used to be a got top the guy name out in there. The yeah, but then got on he, TV. Uh, he, true, he invited me to one of uh, his games, and they needed a player, and I'm like, cool, time for me to get off the, uh, come out of retirement on them. So this is recently, not back in the day.
0: Now this is recent. This
1: is like three, four months ago. Okay. So realized I was on my retirement mode. I wasn't, you know, running sprints or anything like that. I hopped right off the couch, and I'm about to jump in this game.
2: No cleats. Some air forces, I believe.
1: Right. And I, just, <laughs> right. I, thought I, I thought I was just going to come in there and be like Megatron or something like that. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong.
0: You thought you were going to turn into a truck?
1: <laughs> he, 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 he's yeah, a football get... player, Chad. But no, Megatron. Mega, Mega, Megatron Calvin, and, Calvin Johnson?
0: No, no, you got Megatron, you got Optimus Prime, and, you know, Starscream,
1: Transformers, Robots in Disguise. You can see, Chad doesn't really do the sports. I, mean, I see.
2: I, I, I wasn't sure if he was trolling you.
1: or.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Turn around, he's like the biggest Lions
1: fan ever. <laughs> But, yeah, the, the point was I hopped on there, and then they played wanted, wanted me to play two games back-to-back, and my old self wasn't ready for that. I was sore for, like, the next three, four days. I can't do it as young me used to do it. Because awesome. then, he, then like, the next week, he was like, you ready to play? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one and done, baby. One and done. I was like, that's it. I got a, I got a nice little tackle. I'm going to ride off on the sunset on that one tackle I had for that game. I
0: came out yep. of retirement for one day and one day only. Yep. No, they asked about you.
1: Who's that one guy? <laughs> he just showed up out the stands. <laughs> all right. That, that's all you get. I mean, I might come back and support it in the, I'll be a fan, but I, I leave it up to uh, the people who work out.
0: Were these Americans you were playing with? Yes. Yes. So these are Americans living abroad that are like, you know what? We need to bring to Japan. We need to bring our stuff. We, we're not going to adapt and play the world sport of, you know, soccer. We,
1: no we, I mean no. Th- does that sound like the American thing to do no we're gonna oh. bring what we do here you better accept it and love it or and you leave better it, speak as English say. while you're doing it
0: yeah right you better speak English <laughs> absolutely terrible but uh speaking of terrible can you tell me about something you've seen lately Matt
1: man oh man. So, now,
0: I, I want to make a point of I've not seen what you're about to talk about, but I've
1: heard that it's not good. All right, let me give you a small backstory. I first found out about the African Samurai Yasuke a year ago, okay. year and a half ago. And I thought it was a cool story. And I thought that people should make a movie or something about it, TV show. And then I found out there was talks of uh, either Michael B. Jordan or Chadwick Boseman um star in it and i was like dang i missed opportunity i could have you know wrote this idea so this so is then, a
0: live action
1: adaptation yes okay so then netflix come out with their anime version of yasuke and i'm like cool this is what i've been waiting for how many episodes so, is this? like eight or ten it's not a lot eight or ten. Ten is yeah. a lot eight really? is a lot Are oh, you're not used to japanese anime yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm used to
0: tv if you say it's not a lot At most four but tv show only has four episodes there's some stuff on netflix
1: with four episodes not a a lot
0: yeah
1: well i'm used to japanese anime and when you getting 23 episode season and stuff like that so to me it wasn't a lot but the point is it starts off good explains being a slave doing things being brought to japan the king liking him and and become basically part of his team, which is all true based in the history of it.
0: Okay, actually, roll back a little bit more. Like, explain more of this to me, because I know nothing about Yasuke. So he was an American slave. So he was he African. was African that would that was he a slave in America or where was he a slave at?
1: He was he a slave. slave he was a slave in either British, somewhere over there. And somehow he uh I don't know, somehow where he was captives were in Japan met I don't know the details as far as that but then once he met once the Japanese emperor met him he liked him he took a real liking to him because he was like six 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 seven he was very tall for Mm -hmm. that time Mm
0: -hmm. so he'd be a good hooper
1: right and -hmm. then he so he the Japanese emperor took a very liking to him so I don't know the details if you know he bought him or whatever at that time but basically he became friends with him and he took them all on his thing, taught them the Japanese culture, the ways he became a samurai. That okay. is the real life story.
0: Okay. And this show is six episodes, by the way. So it, that's not a lot.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So don't worry. They wasted those six episodes. So were the there.
0: six episodes about what you just said to me? Said
1: to us? Mm, I'm no, sorry. They gave you a very quick version of it. So that's like episode one? No, they kind of do the thing where let's bounce through time. Let me show you what's going on now, then part C. let me go back to the beginning, type of okay, thing. Okay. Okay. Um, but it starts off good, but then it, it jumps a shark where you know things just gonna be samurai stuff fighting. Then they go into this whole mystical thing with powers and a woman can turn into a wolf. It just it just jumps the shark where it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> So they, they took this good samurai story, started off good, and then transitioned into this weird magic Harry Potter. I was just like, I'm like, what are you fucking doing? So like, of course, I'm already started. So I'm like, let me see how this plays out. And But honestly, those last two episodes, I've only finished it because I started it. And I was like, they ruined a perfectly good story. And also the actor who voiced him, Lakeith. Stanfield. Stanfield. Yeah. No, I thought like so when I first heard it, I was like, all right, this might be a thing. And I first heard his voice. I'm like, all right, maybe something I got to get used to. Was he putting on an accent
0: or just using his regular voice?
1: Using his regular voice.
0: So that whole sleepy, tired, uninterested voice that he normally has? Yes. And he's supposed to be African. Yes. Okay.
1: All right. Okay. So they basically, they ruled this story. And I don't know why... They decided to do this. To so get the story or do what? Add that magic shit in there. Why? You had a perfectly good story with him being a samurai, the conflicts, and everything else like that. And then you throw this. Matt, they gotta plus it up with the magic. They gotta keep the audience engaged with the magic, man. Nope, because after this, I took to the message boards, and I was like, I can't do <laughs> like this." And a lot of people was like, they said the same thing. Why would you add this unnecessary twist, not twist, but I guess it's part of the plot, unnecessary plot to this when you already had a perfect plot?
0: Matt, they just added a little seasoning to the story, man.
1: Because now that seasoning is like you added raisins to potato salad. Sure, you added it, <laughs> but nobody liked it. Nobody asked for it. I mean, I'm sure somebody out
0: there was like, "Oh man, I'm eating this show up." Someone if out you there like liked raisins it. in
1: your potato salad. That's not the audience for me. That's not the friends I want to be with. So my friends don't like raisins in their potato salad, and my friends don't like that magic shit in this in this uh, TV show. So I was just
0: very. So that's the main complaint about the show, the magic.
1: No, the magic. Number one, two, LaKeith's voice. Uh, his they should have got a different person to do it.
0: Okay, I yeah. mean.
1: What look, Keith? It seems like he has like
0: some sort of Netflix contract because he's in like every fourth Netflix movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, because I watched him. Speaking of him, I watched him the other day uh, in a Netflix movie. The photograph with the uh,
0: oh, um, yeah, Issa Rae.
1: Yeah, I like Issa Rae. I like anything she's in. Anything so anything. far, I haven't seen anything that I did not like that she was in.
0: Did you see that movie mm-hmm. she was in with? Um, they accidentally run over the biker and he gets like murdered by someone that says he's a cop is it 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 was supposed to me. it was supposed to come to Netflix sorry it was supposed to come to theaters before covid but then Netflix bought it so they um they released it like last summer Laurent, you are not about to help me out man oh, i've never heard of it the lovebirds oh yeah i've never heard of that. that name sounds familiar with uh, i know i ain't come on come on ninja ninjani oh
1: harold and kumar Die, right? no
0: no 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 no. Not, <laughs> that, that is not him is racist man <laughs> racist my bad uh did you ever see silicon valley no uh, let me see he's about to be in a marvel movie he got like real real buff for a oh the movie.
1: guy who plays in um
0: lovebirds
1: uh the, the the convenience store one right no that's not no 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 that's uh he had the movie about his life uh yeah big sick yeah no, that's something of somebody else yeah the love birds
0: okay i'm looking at it have eat so have you seen it no i'm
2: not a big romantic comedy guy
0: that's fair so i watched it with my wife and she is not a romantic comedy person either I just like movies. And so, like, I just thought it was really novel that the movie was supposed to come out in the theater, but we got it on Netflix. So we watched it, and honestly, the whole beginning part where the two of them are just in a relationship, if the movie was just them being it, okay, let's back up. It's not a rom-com. It's like, um, it's like a, it's a, it's a crime comedy because mm-hmm. they're, on the, they're on the run during the whole movie. Okay, but, I like that. But, like, my whole thing is, like, if the movie was a rom-com between the two of them, I think it would have been pretty good because like the beginning when they're in a the relationship and it's slowly going on the decline, that was really interesting and funny. But the moment like the plot actually kicks in, which is really stupid, the movie just gets stupid and not fun stupid, in my opinion. Uh, so watch the first half. <laughs> watch the first 10 minutes and don't watch any more because it gets stupid until the end so um with all that being said let's hit our review um this week we're talking about without remorse
1: cia doesn't support any further investigation into your wife's murder
0: they had no right to take
2: so much from me they brought that warrant in my house
0: they're
2: gonna play by my rules now
0: no remorse. I'm stuck a- an elite Navy SEAL goes on a path to avenge his wife's murder, only to find himself inside a larger conspiracy. So what'd you guys think of Michael B. Jordan without remorse?
2: I enjoyed it. I didn't think it would be as good being the type of movie with all these straight to TV movies. <laughs> um, and then but it, it surprised me that they were able to get an actor like Michael B. Jordan. It made me want to delve deeper into Tom Clancy's world and see all the different characters. You have read more all
0: 12,000 books he's written?
2: No. No, no, no. But I, it does make me want to look into the universe a little bit more about the different characters. Because for oh. the longest, people have been telling me to watch more of the movies. And some of the movies I didn't even know when I went down the wormhole, like Clear and Present Danger and Hunt for Red October. Didn't know. So it makes me want to put it all together. And I think later watch some more of the movies. Okay. But I enjoyed it.
0: Matt, how are you feeling
1: about the movie? My biggest take was why was Laura London in it?
0: A paycheck. Just because she's
1: Lauren London. She right, but I'm I mean that's what, too. Well, thinking of Laura London, I thought she would have had a more significant role in it. But then when she wasn't, I just thought this I want to assume you paid Laura London some good money where you could have put a lesser known person in there for that safe spot. But like like Honestly,
0: when's the last time you actually saw her like yeah. working? So, like, and how long ago was that? <laughs> right. That's not that like she had this this
2: huge discography of movies that you could just look up and watch. That right. was fifteen years ago.
0: Like I I like Lauren London myself, but I feel like because Michael B Jordan was a producer on this movie, and so I feel like. This was a situation. Maybe she didn't have to audition, and maybe he's friends with her, or maybe he's a fan of her. And he's like, Hey, you know, come to where will we film this at? You know, it's like three days of work. You know, you'll get a check and we'll just hang out. I feel like it was one of those situations. Wow,
1: you're right. She hasn't been in nothing. Nothing. I mean, she's been in stuff that people will know is ATL, Next Day Air, Medea's <laughs> Big Family. Next oh, God. After what, that, what, year, then it what, was what
0: year was Medea's Big Family? 2011.
1: Jesus. 10 years ago wow yeah and then now this all right so maybe they get they didn't pay her a lot dead <laughs> <laughs> she That's got probably why they chose her it's for the low right.
0: but you say you like this movie Matt?
1: um yeah i thought it was good um it got uh i like how they led into it to where it could be a more movie type of thing a born franchise type of stuff one thing i kept paying attention to was whenever there's anything military related Mm-hmm. I like to pay close attention to make sure, you know, they have the insignia right, the ranks right, the uniforms and stuff like that. So everything looked apart for me. Um, the lieutenant commander, the black woman, I didn't care for her. She acted like Lakeith Stanfield talks, if that makes <laughs> sense.
0: But she's British, so she's got she's also fighting that accent.
1: Oh, well, I didn't care for her. I feel they could have got somebody else, somebody with more emotion in the face and stuff like that. But. Overall, I thought it was pretty good because I did think that it was the CIA guy that was behind it. I was presently surprised to realize he wasn't part of the bad team. So, okay.
0: um, So I guess it's two against one because I didn't like this movie. And why is that? You remember a few weeks ago when I said that we saw a movie that our mothers would absolutely love? Mm-hmm. This feels like a dad movie where it's like... On paper, if you told me the plot of this movie, I'd be like, okay. You told me the cast of this movie, I'd be like, okay. We got some action, okay. But you put all of it together and it just doesn't feel right. I'm watching this movie and I'm like, these action scenes are pretty cool. The story is cool. But the direction in which these actors were given to engage with one another, it felt off. Like It felt like you got a director that that knows action but doesn't know how to direct people. And I know everybody in this movie can act, but every time they had to talk to each other, it just fell flat to me. I don't really care for characters that we want to make overpowered, like just perfect. When Michael B. Jordan and uh, Lauren London were at the preacher's house for that party, and he all he all over her, like, yeah, yeah, I'm Michael B. Jordan, I'm cool and shit. And he <laughs> walks over to like the chess game and he's like, Yeah, let me let me make this move for you, kid. That's checkmate right there. Cause you know, I'm Michael B. Jordan, I'm perfect. You over here setting cars on fire and jumping into them and shit for
1: no fucking reason.
0: Yeah, that was one of the things I was like,
1: what is going on? I, I was like, that part didn't make sense to me. Well, I was like, why would you do that? he was just doing
0: too much or like the whole sequence where they're trying to transport him from prison but he thinks they're about to kill him and if you're not going to actually have it where the russians are trying to kill him in prison we don't need this scene are you mentioning that you're in a russian prison right to
1: show how strong a- he was. What was the water for though
0: right to to, to 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 make the environment slippery he knew it was but that's a, be and slippery. i watched that
1: because i rewinded it nobody fell right so like right. i understood the shirt and the hand protect the hand type of thing but the water but made no no, sense no to me. that
0: that part was just so that he could show his abs and muscles yes right absolutely. right but
1: yeah the water him fill up the sink the flood made no sense to me
0: i don't know like i appreciate how you guys like yeah i like this movie and then i start and you know, I, I put a little blood in the water and you're like you know what that was stupid but,
1: but i take you it for still what like it is it when it's it's like,
2: it's <laughs> stupid. action movies are like that though you gotta like pretend like you don't have sense and kind of you know go against logic sometimes did you feel like that when you saw
0: taken <sighs> yes
1: yeah what do you mean the yeah. first taken
0: where are you over you...
1: like that where uh, the whole speech where um, i have a particular set of skills and he all did all though stuff. <laughs> but i'm saying are you going to give a monologue to the villain About (laughs) this whole stuff, you would just do it. If the villain would have hung up earlier, he wouldn't have heard that shit. He had to hear. He wanted to hear what Liam Neeson had to say. But see, now you you suspending your disbelief because you're used to this type of stuff. And
0: I couldn't do it on this movie because it was dumb. And it's like movies, we get it. If you just insinuate and insinuate that somebody is dirty, by the end of the movie, they're not gonna be dirty. That's how this works, right? And the person that's all like, "Oh man, I'm gonna help you. I'm trying to do all these things so I can help you." that's the fucking villain can we shake this shit up no no we can't we can't okay okay they
1: they got the the playbook and this is how movies are supposed to work
0: dumb and (laughs) did you guys stay for the mid credit scene i told you about it matt but i know you're gonna say you forgot i told you i didn't
1: i forgot you told me
0: yeah i know so I found this absolutely hilarious. Um, I just couldn't stop laughing. So it cuts away like one year later and Michael B. Jordan is looking at the uh, Washington Monument. CIA dude, he comes over. Michael B. Jordan like, yeah. So I've been thinking while I was away. We need to create a task force so that this won't happen again. What happened to me? So we, what we're going to do is we're going to get agents from different agencies around the world. So, you know, we're going to get some MI6 over here, some Musai and all this stuff. And we're going to call it Rainbow. Don't ask me why it's called Rainbow. And then it cuts away. And I'm like, wait, did he really say it? don't ask six. me why it's called Rainbow? He just explained it. All the different people. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I like that name. And I'm like, okay, so this scene is absolutely hilarious. I am a huge fan of Rainbow Six. So yes, make that happen. But this scene is stupid. Also, I was very disappointed because uh, are you guys familiar with the, um, the the Jack Ryan franchise? I know of it. I, I know it.
2: of it also.
0: So like uh, clear and present danger and all that stuff. That's Jack Ryan. Amazon just did a TV show with John Krasinski, which uh, it just had its second season. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking that John Krasinski was going to show up in the mid credit scene to like truly establish that this is a universe because the um, the officer lady, the politician guy referenced her uncle and her uncle is Wendell Pierce on uh, John Krasinski's Jack Ryan show.
1: I didn't know that they had this whole universe where all this stuff is connected. Man,
0: it's it's twenty twenty one. You if you don't have a, a, a shared universe, you're not doing it right. Okay, you know what I mean. You got Marvel, you got DC, and now you're about to have the Jack Ryan, uh, Rainbow Six universe. The, uh, sorry, the Tom Clancy verse.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. I'm going to do some research. Yeah, because I mean, I'm all for people to have their own little universe where things connect. Different things come together in a certain way. I'm all for it, and I just gotta do some research on this Tom Clancy world. Like, I'm
0: not against it either. Like, I would love it if Michael B. Jordan's character popped up on like an episode or two of John Krasinski's Jack Ryan, and they do a mission together. Like, I would love that. It's just I didn't like this movie that much. Also, like, if you're in the house, well, first off, who's listening to music on a laptop? You, you, you don't have a cell phone, sir to
1: so i
2: it, too. Right. They that but, in there just to say, hey, the power's off. See, this is why.
0: But no, that don't make sense because it's a laptop. And, like, you over here doing all this stuff. You're not keeping an eye on the battery. Like, every time I'm, I'm on my laptop and, like, it's not connected, I'm like, oh, make sure that battery looking right. I don't want my shit to go off.
1: And the weird part about that, too, now I think about it, the... Charger was right next to it because you know, sometimes you, you know, I understand if it's far away, right? But imagine you sitting right next to your charger where your charger could be plugged in and it just unplugged. Why would you do that, right? That, Actually, that would have made more sense not think about it. Oh, no, 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 never mind. No, because they
0: would have still had the juice, yeah. He still would like
1: if on. he was listening
0: to it, like, um, oh, this is an Amazon movie, so if he had his Bluetooth headphones connected to his Amazon Echo Dot. And then, like, the Echo Dot stopped playing the
1: music because it's connected to power. Then he gets up and investigates. Right. That's what I was thinking. Something like that would have been better where he was listening, all of a sudden the music cut off, then he did it. Right. Because then it goes to the the, the predictability. Of course, his his laptop was about to die Mm -hmm. when he does Mm -hmm. this, so it should have been something where once they cut the power, or something less, a clock goes off or something like that to where, all right, is the power off? Something like that. Right. And also, I guess... I'm not a killer. So when the power goes off, and I'm thinking, why is the power off? My first instinct is to go get my gun. <laughs> See, that's, they why, that's, why they didn't, that's why they didn't give you that SEAL training, man. Exactly, because I would have been like, hmm, maybe there was a storm outside. But you could have <laughs> hit something. <laughs> my first thing is, uh, somebody's coming after me. I feel like their plan
0: was sloppy anyway. The way that they got the other two dudes that they killed, like not I'm not saying it's smooth, but it's like they got them like out in the open. You're gonna go
1: inside this man's house. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it was on a maybe it was a time thing where they happened to be out during that time. Like we gotta get this all done tonight. So they just went for one, they found each one. Job. But
0: it was yeah. it, I, I got the impression it was different teams because they were in like
1: like somebody was like in Atlanta. Oh, okay. So I remember the, the van was the van on the first two killings were the same. I guess, I mean, I guess they could have, they, they make more than one great van. Right. So that could be it.
0: I just got the impression there's different teams like hitting the different guys.
1: I mean, it could, it could be. I don't know. But I guess I didn't, you know, I'm so used to when you watch a movie and there's like plot holes or something where that's like absurd. You kind of just go, go with it.
0: What, what's our final rankings? Are we about to dust off our new ranking system or we need to work on it a little bit more? All right, so uh, we have a ranking system, listeners. Uh, we're trying to make it work theme. This isn't the final product, but um, one one to five scale, one being bad, five meaning good. So if we were to rate this a one, we say we give it a pink slip We're firing this movie. This is if we're giving it its evaluation. If this is a two, it's on probation, like you're not fired, like you're not terrible, but you aren't that good. Uh, if you get a three that is a meets expectations like you just right in the middle you know you're not you're not messing up too much. A four is you get a raise and a five is a promotion. So if I were to give this movie its annual review, I would give it
1: a meets expectations.
0: It's not good, it's not great. it's
1: right in the middle. I agree that's what I was going with I mean, it did its job not great you did the bare (laughs) minimum you did you you did what i asked you to do no more no less so you you get uh meets expectations i
0: i I would like i would have liked more from you but you're fine make your sequel laurent what are you thinking sir
2: i think i'll give it a four so you you would
0: give it. it a you would give it a pay raise it's doing that well
2: I think it needs a little bit more money, you know? Bills getting up, you know? COVID, <laughs> a job. I think it needs to be properly compensated. You, you <laughs> are too nice of a supervisor, man. Yes. You know, I think I think it's it's barely a four. I mean, uh, yes, I see some of the holes in it, but I took it what it's worth as an action movie. I'm personally more of a drama suspense guy, but I had to, like, change my mentality for it, and I took it like it's an action movie. It's going to be
0: kind of silly sometimes, but I enjoyed it. So, what do you guys think this movie got on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh,
2: Eighty. Probably gave it like a forty-nine or something. Oh, you go to one hundred, right?
1: Yeah, out of a hundred. So this got a forty-six. I figured the Michael B. Jordan stands would have done more, but it's not a good movie. Matt.
0: That's very the, the That's so low. The audience score is forty-one, which is lower than the critics, which is not great. This is with over a thousand ratings. Wow. I would expected the people to like it more than the no, critics. Th- we all knew that this was trash. Y'all just being too nice. Y'all was like, I was in the
1: Navy, too. Yeah, y'all, y'all, yeah I got those. The those Navy card got guy me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that was it. Maybe, maybe it was a nostalgia for me when they were saying senior chief and stuff. And I was like, those are words I know. <laughs> 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 okay, so
0: as you guys know, I shake up the trivia every week. For the YouTube people, you guys can see this, but I'm going to do my best to describe this if you're just listening. So what I have here is three actors, and I want you guys to name the actor that has not played John Kelly or John Clark. Got three options. The first one is Willem Dafoe, the second one is Gary Sinise, and the third one is Lee F. Shriver. Now, the reason that this is visual is because not a lot of people like know actors by their names. So I want you guys to be able to see this so you can make your selection. So which one of the three actors that I just listed do you not believe has played John Kelly?
2: I'm going to go with
0: Liev Schreiber. I'm going to go (coughs) with Willem Dafoe. That's very funny. You're both wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So let me break this down for you guys. All right. So it says John Kelly or John Clark has been played in other Tom Clancy movies by Willem Dafoe in Clear and Present Danger, 1994. And Lee F. Shriver in The Sum of All Fears in 2002. Now, the thing with Gary Sinise is that they were trying to get uh, a John Kelly movie off the ground in 2012, and they were looking at him to play the character, but that movie never materialized.
1: Is he like the version of, I guess, like James Bond or Batman, where after so many stuff, they just get a new person to play it? Talking about John Kelly, or are you talking about Jack Ryan? John Kelly. He's like an ancillary character.
0: Like he'll just come in for the assist. So he's not really that important. So, yeah, they are like, OK, whatever. We'll just cast whoever. But Jack Ryan, sort of. Um, I didn't do the research in the in the exact order of this, but uh, I believe Alec Baldwin has played him once. Harrison Ford twice. Ben Affleck once and then Chris Pine one. And then now we have John Krasinski on the TV show. Two more bits of trivia for you. In the book version, John Clark is ranked uh, Chief Petty Officer, E-7, in the U.S. Navy. In this film, he is ranked a Senior Chief Petty Officer, E-8, which is one rank higher than the former. Um, uh, is all of that accurate from you all's naval experience? Yes. Yes. Okay. And the last bit of trivia I have, which I found absolutely hilarious, is actually um, a goof. It says, when John Kelly is at a housewarming party, he makes a chess move for one of the two people playing in the living room. The player has already taken a turn and was waiting for the opponent, making the move void.
1: <laughs> he played out a turn.
0: <laughs> all right, You know, we're just trying to be all perfect, like, yeah, I got you. Not even that <laughs> little boy's turn. <laughs> so also, I have a question. So like, are officers out here doing ops with enlisted dudes? Yeah. Like what they I mean doing.
1: They're 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 seals though, so that's different. I don't know how they do their stuff. Like she over here got a whole post in like D.C. and she out here just in the thick of it. The seals are different. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if this was, I guess, regular no. I mean, you have one. Usually, there's one with you when enlisted stuff. Whenever you're out doing something, you usually have one officer with the enlisted. So okay. that could be true.
0: Okay. Wow. Well, she was. Um... I
1: still agree. She wasn't. We could have, no bueno. We could have got somebody else. (laughs) We could have found another British black woman. Mm -hmm.
0: She's, well, no, I still blame the director on this because she was queen of Queen and Slim.
2: Yep, she was good.
0: So she can act. She was what? Queen Queen and Slim.
2: You seen that? Really?
0: She can hold on. That's what I'm saying. These actors can act. That director does not know how to direct people
1: wow yeah that's her
0: so while matt's mind continues to be blown laurent do you have anything you'd like to plug before we get out of here
2: uh just a simple uh my instagram dot
0: green. follow me there okay i will put that in the show notes well thank you so much for listening please rate and review our podcast on the various places one listens to podcasts yeah, any feedback please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com like our facebook page we used to talk about this at work and follow us on twitter and instagram at we used to talk pod so this was fun i hope to see you again same i enjoyed myself
1: <laughs> matt you got any closing words you're right. So I do blame the director because she was acting her ass off at Queen and So I don't know what happened in this movie. So I like to apologize to her for the words I said earlier. <laughs> uh he probably told you wrong. So I like to publicly apologize that I didn't know that was the same person. And I seen Queen Slim, and she she was acting. This one, I guess everybody had their off days, or maybe she heard wrong. So I I, I would give this, I'll give her um uh, yeah, I was really blown by that. <laughs> so
0: since uh, you are a guy that does promotion, Matt, will you send that clip to her on social media so she knows what's what?
1: Mm-hmm. I let her know mm-hmm. that this movie did not put her in the best light, but <laughs> I'm still behind her.
0: I mean, why do you think it got so low on, on Rotten Tomatoes? People knew. Right. I did do her like
1: that. I'm sure
0: she got paid well, though. Well, and then story. I was thinking about
1: a new catchphrase at towards the end. It was, mm-hmm. I was watching Rick and Morty. So, so maybe and at the end, of, and I, uh, at the end, I can say this is already the end. Uh, and I, right before we go, <laughs> and that's what I can say. And away the news go. Um, yeah, we out.